Angela Bassett confirms that she shot a specific scene with a new character in Wakanda Forever that did not make the final cut of the movie. Also, James Gunn is taking a meeting with the directors of Batgirl. What could be going on there? And today is Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. That means it's New Comic Book Day. And JT is here to give us the reviews on his top picks on New Comic Book Day. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast. So Angela Bassett had a recent interview with Variety magazine, and she was actually talking about some of the scenes that she filmed that were removed from the Black Panther movie um, or reshaped or put in a different place uh, in this movie. So she talked about the scene that she shot with um, Toussaint or a.k.a. T'Challa Jr. And this is what she had to say to Variety. She said, I filmed a scene. I did. But, you know, cutting room, readjusting and reshaping it. What does Ramonda say? Oh, sure. There's something that I need to tell you. I went to Haiti. Of course, I met Toussaint and I was introduced to him. But it wound up on the cutting room floor to make it a surprise for the audience and Shuri. It was the right way to go. So once again, that's coming from Variety uh, magazine. And I thought this was very interesting because later on in that article, uh, some of the editors that I've actually spoke about before, uh, I think last week or the week before, they talked about how. This meeting actually took place like more towards the middle of the movie. Uh, and also, Shuri would have met him earlier on in the movie. But Ryan Coogler and the other editors decide to move it towards the end of the movie because they didn't want to take away from uh, Shuri's like story arc and the emotional journey that she was going to go through. And honestly, um, me personally, I think that it was a good idea to move it to that point of the movie because it got like a few more tears out of the out of the fans and out of the crowd um, at the end of the movie to do one more tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. And I believe that that was the best way to go, just like Angela Bassett um, is saying it's the best way to go. But I mean, it did kind of come out of nowhere because there was an opportunity towards the middle of the movie when Queen Ramonda did go to see uh, Nakia and you know that was a perfect opportunity for us to meet her son and I feel like he was around during that scene but of course we didn't we didn't see him at the moment so yeah I mean, it, it came out. Of, it was out of nowhere. And there's a lot of things in this movie where the edits were kind of random at times. Uh, and you can kind of tell sometimes uh, if you go back and watch it again. But uh, at the end of the movie, it kind of made sense for it to be where it was to give that extra oomph of emotional, you know, uh, timing and you know, just to be able to just remember Chadwick Boseman one more time at the end of that movie. But I thought that was a really interesting article. Definitely go check it out on Variety. And once again, man, we have to make sure that we continue to go see this film, continue to push for Angela Bassett to get this Oscar for Best Supporting Actress because she just did a phenomenal job 
carrying that movie. I mean, she is a legend um, and we've all enjoyed what she's been doing. But I think it's time for her to be rewarded for her work. You know what I'm saying? So definitely go continue to check out Black Panther. It's breaking uh, some some records, I believe, uh, with Ryan Coogler being at uh, number one or, you know, hitting number one mark for like five weeks in a row. I feel like he's going to be the first director or the second director to do that uh, with two films. So, uh, can, you know, can, congratulations to him. Hopefully he actually uh, makes that, uh, that hits that mark. Uh, but definitely uh, continue to support Black Panther Wakanda forever. So with that said, let's kick it over to JT to see what he picked up on New Comic Book Day. JT, what's going on, man? We're kicking off a brand new month of comics. What'd you pick this week? Yeah, man. Good evening, Amir. Hey, everybody. It's JT. I just wanted to let you guys know there's definitely some interesting reads out this week, a couple of really good ones. Um, first up, I've got Batman 130, written by Chip Zdarsky. I actually went out, paid the extra dollar because, you know, it's DC. Got the card stock um, nice. variant with Spawn. So there's a Batman Spawn variant because the Spawn turns sturdy. And, like, you know, they, they have this thing going on. Plus, I think next month there's going to be a, um, a one-shot or something where it's Batman versus Spawn, which is something that's a throwback to the 90s. But that's, yes, you know, yes. it's a different story. But <laughs> for, for this, um, this is really the next to the last issue in the fail-safe story. Batman is facing off against fail-safe, but he's not doing it alone because it's not just him. It's Tim Drake, a.k.a. Robin. Is helping him to exploit a weakness that Batman actually uh, did in the last issue. Like he hit uh, failsafe with this weapon, and it caused this very small weakness. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to um, come at him from a different standpoint because you can't actually do frontal attacks on this thing because it literally has Bruce Wayne's mind. And like this issue was ridiculous because we literally start off with Batman in space with nothing on but his suit and an oxygen mask. And he's got to find his way back to Earth. And even when he goes through all that, gets back to Earth, Phil safe is sitting there waiting for him like, what you got? Dang. But by the end of this issue, um, you know, we're, like I said, we have one more issue after this. But by the time this was done, it was a really, it was a dope fight. Um, it cost Batman probably a little bit more than he would have liked, but it was right. definitely something, you know, worth reading. So I would definitely pick that up. Keeping with the, keeping with the theme of, of DC, next up, I've got the Joker, the man who stopped laughing, number three. And this one's also, I also picked up the variant cover. There was a nice Christmas one with the Joker on it. It was really warped looking. But because these issues are all a dollar more, they're like five ninety nine, not the four ninety nine they were charging. But this one's written by uh, Matthew Rosenberg, who did a dope run on uh, X Men. You guys should go back and check it out. He did that back in I think 2018, 2019. But um, in this issue, we find uh, Red Hood facing off against the Joker, who literally stumbled onto Harley Quinn's doorstep. Now, to preface this a little bit so everybody understands, um, there's two Jokers. Right. So, and they know about each other, 
Hmm. But you don't know which one is the quote unquote real Joker. Right. And it's kind of hard to even tell them apart, to be honest, but they're in two different places. The one is in Gotham City, the one who's fighting Red Hood, and then the other one went out to California and started murdering crime bosses. I'm just saying. But it was it's actually a pretty good read. Um, you know, this Joker, Joker number two, I'm gonna call him, the one that's in Gotham, actually survived uh mm. going up against uh Red Hood and then a couple of other things happened to him, and he finally got that bullet out of his head from issue one. If anybody hasn't picked that up yet, you might want to go back and read that. It was hilarious. But meanwhile, Joker number one is actually facing off against the Hall of Doom, which is like Lex Luthor, Black Manta. Yeah, Rock. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and they basically told him to kick rocks. But it was an action battery, and it was actually fun. So like, if anybody who's a Joker fan or somebody who likes Matthew Rosenberg's writing, I would definitely pick this up. Now, nice. last but not least, Miles Morales is back. There you go. Not 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 just back, but he's back in his original red and black costume, which That's to me is iconic. About, baby. That 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 other costume was a little rough. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm, I'm with you. I'm sure there was people out you. there who liked it. I'm not the dude who liked it. So, you know, Same. whatever. But now this book, $4.99 price tag. Come on, guys, because Marvel, they're getting it. But I'm, I'm going to give them this. The paper quality, the cover quality on Talk the cover me. A was actually pretty good. It's nice. not their usual, it's not their usual newspaper, you know, print that they've been doing sometimes. This was actually a solid, you know, like the paper quality was good. This one's written by Cody Ziegler. And he literally recently, I think he just did a um, five issue limited series for Spider Punk. Yep. So, like, if you're in, if you like that story and his writing in that vein, I would definitely pick this up. This basically has Miles going back to being Miles. You know, he's back to writing in his journal, he's back to trying to figure out his place. You know, it, it's it's hard because he's had all these people in his life, you know, Peter Parker, his parents, his his uncle, who is the prowler, of course, you know, he, you know, he's got Starling, who's his girlfriend. He's got Gank, his best friend. He's got Yankee. And he's got all these people and all these things, but he still has to get on who he is. And much like in the same vein as Peter Parker, he's got to balance out being Spider-Man. Right. Going to school, having a girlfriend, and yeah. I think, and I think that's the quintessential formula for Spider-Man and the way people tend to relate to him. Whether you like um, legacy characters or not, everybody can relate to these type characters because it's amazing. True. Like these guys True. have powers, but they're normal people. Like Stanley said it when he came up with the concept for Spider-Man, original Spider-Man. It was that like people thought it was not going to work because he gave this he gave this teenage kid problems, but we all have problems. So it's a very relatable story in that sense. They also introduced a new character, nice, um, and she's got a connection to Miles. Hmm. It is not just they interact, which I thought was uh, an accident, but then you you go later on, it's like that wasn't an accident. And for all my hmm. spec, all my speculators out there, I would definitely pick this up because this is definitely this character's first appearance. 
And from what I understand, moving forward, this character may don a costume and, you know, go that route. So I would definitely say that, you know, between paper quality, art, the story, this is definitely a one in 100 top pick. This is a beautiful, this is a beautifully done book. And it's also a very good jumping on point for anyone who is interested in starting to read Miles Morales. Like if you never read a Miles book, this mm-hmm. is a perfectly good jumping on point. Although I would encourage, you know, in the vein of uh, supporting your local LCSs, go back and maybe grab the graphic novels. If you can't find floppies, you know, you can always pick them up. A lot of shops um, put them on discount, you know, right. and it's definitely something I would invest in if you're if you're not going to go out and try to find because some of Miles's books right now the prices on them have gone up, yep. you know, and that's just it, you know. Find out find out who your local LCS is. You know what? Start a pull list. Like anything else, you can get the books discounted. You may even get a couple of graphic novels discounted. Mm-hmm. New graphic novel comes in, you know, the owner you form a relationship with them. And I know I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. If we don't support these shops, these shops won't be here. So right. that was basically right. my three books for the week. Um, honorable mention is definitely going to go to Spawn number 336. Anybody out there who is a fan of um, Sanford Green, that man's an there amazing artist. He did cover A. I would definitely go and pick that up. And Chris Claremont, who basically save the x-men has a new limited series out this week called extreme x-men and i would definitely recommend picking that up it's only five issues but it's chris claremont i mean enough said you know (laughs) but anyway thank you guys you know hopefully these reviews helped you out you know anytime you know like i said at the end you know enjoy the hobby and definitely support those shops you take it easy Absolutely, man. Appreciate your time, my brother. Thanks again to JT for the reviews on uh, New Comic Book Day. Listen, I can't wait to dive into this Miles Morales book today. Um, Cody Ziegler, you know, with a whole new number one. Should be fun, man. Sound like it was, it was a good read. Uh, so let's get into this Um DC news, man. Uh, this report is coming from the Hollywood Reporter and also CBR dot uh, com. Uh, the Batgirl directors are scheduled to talk to uh, the DC Studios boss James Gunn. So that's Bilal Falah and Adele El Arby. If I pronounce those names wrong, I apologize. But listen, these two guys, they um, they're scheduled to meet with James Gunn. And these were the directors for Batgirl, like I said. But we don't really know what this meeting is going to be about, because apparently the Batgirl movie was so bad that the the insiders, you know, the, the execs and everything thought that it would just tank as a movie with um you know, with the fans. So they didn't want to put something out, especially now that, you know, things are in a, you know, trying to get to a better place. I guess they didn't feel like they wanted to put anything bad out, but this is interesting to me because, uh, Adele RB or Adele L RB, he actually put on his Twitter a few days ago, a post of Batman Beyond Terry McGinnis. And it was like three different t- styles or concepts for a, a costume design. Um, 
And it got a lot of people thinking, including myself, uh, especially after hearing this news that they were going to be having a meeting with James Gunn and how James Gunn has been posting a lot of different characters on his Twitter could we be possibly getting a Batman Beyond movie? Um, you know, they tried it with Batgirl and fans have been really, really wanting a Terry McGinnis uh, movie. But, you know, since you do have Michael Keaton uh, in the DC, you, uh, you know, why not put him in that older Batman uh role you know where he's passing on the torch to terry mcginnis and you know trying to you know help him navigate being a superhero or you know a, a vigilante for gotham or neo gotham so i i think that would be super dope man i really enjoyed uh batman beyond growing up as a kid uh, it was a fantastic series and you know just having that that older batman and michael keaton and just seeing him more i would love it i would really love it because he was supposed to be that type of you know role or i guess mentor in the batgirl uh series or movie so the fact that he you know could possibly still be around let's put him to work man let's get him back in the get him back in the suit or at least give him a cane and a, and a tuxedo or a suit <laughs> you know and have him looking all mean and old but i really think that what's going to happen here is that i don't think we're going to get that batgirl movie man i really don't think it's going to happen i think fans are now like either really mad about it or really just like mm, it's okay if the execs didn't think it was going to be good and we've gotten so many bad movies from dc let's not do it again let's do something different so you know we'll keep an ear out for that news and see what comes out of this meeting with james gunn and the directors from batgirl maybe they'll be getting a bat uh batman beyond movie out of this meeting but we shall see i mean that would be dope. But that'll be it for today's episode of the One in 100 podcast. Thank you for joining me as always. And listen, make sure you hit that subscribe button. The podcast is available on all the major platforms that you subscribe to. So hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, leave a comment wherever you can. Follow us on Instagram at the One in 100 podcast. Um, and follow me as well at the Black Podcaster here on Instagram. Uh, you always get the updates on what's going on with the show. Thanks again to JT for his dope reviews. Thanks again to Isaac for the previews for this week. Uh, tune in Saturday where me and Kay will be diving into some other topics that have come out during this week. You know, because like Kay says, it's a great time to be a nerd, man. So you guys take care of yourself. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. And I will see you on Saturday. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast.